it's Markay from the Markay Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Markay Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. As long as there's no shortage of hot dogs and baked beans, I'm fine. Beans and weenies, yes siree, Bob. What about beanie weenies? Because that's totally different. That's oh, like when they're so combined hungry. together. It's too early for this. Yeah, I told you. I told you the Vienna sausages is if Vienna stops making sausages, that's when we really know that there's a crisis because those I mean, look, we'll have a little time because I think they have a shelf life of 22 years or something like that. 22 years. I don't know what the shelf life of a what I'm going to look it up. What Hannah, here's what I want you to do. Okay, okay? here's a, yeah. Hannah's back, by the way. I know a lot of people Hello. like to know when she's here. Um, but Hannah, I, I need you to take a minute here for the next like 30 minutes or so. Make me a list. What? You, 30 you're, minutes? You look at me like you had something else to do. For the next two no, you're hours, right, you're, right. you're literally I'm supposed to do right whatever there. you say. Yeah. You have, you have 120 minutes that I get to, you know, order <laughs> Dictate, you around. Yes. And then after that, you're free. Um, but for the next 30 minutes, go on the internet. See if you can come up with a list of the uh, food items that have the longest shelf life. Ooh, I'm good at this. Honey is, it never expires. Don't call me honey. <laughs> But I, I mean, it's just, you know, it's a workplace. We're trying to keep a professional environment. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you could just call me, sir. Um, make a list. Make a list of uh, the non, uh, of the uh, perishable foods that have the longest shelf life. Okay. And we'll, we'll roll through them here in about 30 minutes. Is that enough time? Yeah, that's, I, because, I honestly probably only need like 15. Because I, really? Because you told me you only needed like 20 minutes to make a face mask and it took you the entire show. And then I made the other one in like 10 minutes. I wasn't asking about the other one. I was asking about the, <sighs> all, right, all right, I got this. Just right, a heads up. The chat is saying immediately spam. Spam? So it might save Hannah some time if spam is the answer. Spam and Twinkie, as well. Twinkie okay. seems to be popular Just too. Google, you know, Google it. Go to the internet because the internet is never wrong about anything, and figure That's out right. like you know what food has the long and make a list of this so that people going shopping, preparing for you know the eventual um, the moment when we all run out of food or when we all when there's just a, you know when we're in the midst of civil war again and we need to like you know stay in our homes and 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 eat whatever's on the shelf. We want to make sure that we have the stuff that has the longest. Shelf life, like beans and wieners and beanie weenies and, and things like that. 855-765-1045. By the way, I mean, we're not, I'm not lying about civil war. Social distancing is beginning to lead to social unrest. And there's a couple of examples of it. First of all, everyone's had their eyes on Michigan because Michigan Governor Whitmer, who who the Democrats are eyeing as the most likely candidate to be Joe Biden's vice presidential uh, nominee. He already said, I'm going to pick I'm going to pick a woman because they smell better than men. That's what he said. I, he said half of that. Uh, but then um, some men smell really good, too. I mean, he was Barack Obama's vice president. Barack Obama looks like he smells uh, smells pretty good. Um Anyway, we got a, uh, so Governor Whitmer, she has been under fire for for weeks now because she has had one of the uh, toughest times with the coronavirus, not just not just mitigating it and keeping it at bay. Michigan's Detroit is one of the hotbeds. They have not been prepared for this. She has not prepared her state and she has been putting forward some of the most stringent, some of the strictest and some of the most unbelievable stay at home orders of any governor of the 50. And and they're starting to I mean, yesterday there was a massive demonstration in Lansing, Michigan, which is the capital. And people took their cars. They took their SUVs. They took their motorhomes. They just I mean, they took to the Capitol building and in something they called Operation Gridlock. The idea was to shut down downtown Lansing, to shut down the Capitol and to show the governor that they do not want to shelter in place. They don't want a dictator. They want to work. Total chaos. Green light. Everybody stopped up. There's semis. There's campers. At Michigan Capital. It has been like this for a while. There's actual militia. Walking down the sidewalk. Uh, there's militia walking down. The, I mean, it's true. There's photos of the Capitol building, people wearing masks, carrying big, you know, semi-automatic rifles or whatever they're carrying, horns honking for hours and hours on end.
thousands of people in a show of force uh, to the Michigan governor that they want to get back to work and they don't like what she's doing. Kentucky, same thing happened. Uh, the governor there, a guy named Andrew Bashir, Democrat, he shut down Kentucky. He shut. He's the guy that sent the cops out to arrest people and get and ticket people that were going to the drive-through chapel on uh, on Easter. And he, num num first of all, he's facing a federal lawsuit. Second of all, he just had his veto of voter ID laws reversed by the Republican uh, Senate there in Kentucky. And now he's facing backlash for his overly stringent and restrictive work-at-home orders in Kentucky. People gathered outside the Capitol building yesterday, and they were they were screaming and chanting and blowing horns. We're here today because we want to send a message to our governor that we are concerned with what we are seeing. Yeah. There's a, there's a dude there with one of those Ricola horns from like, it was like Ricola, you know, he's like open Kentucky and all of a sudden the sheep and the goats come home, but that's what they were doing. They were out there chanting. And they were so loud and they were so strategically placed that while Governor Bashir was doing his press conference, while the governor was uh, giving his update on the coronavirus task force in Kentucky and what was going on with, um, you know, the Kentucky legislature and their stay at home orders, you could hear they were positioned right outside of his press room and they were screaming and yelling through most of his press conference. Here's a clip. Well, I think outside uh, our door, uh, we do have a lot of people that have gotten together and are are close uh we, we right now uh i think that they are uh out there hopefully they are distanced hopefully he's <laughs> got he's got thousands of kentuckians screaming that they want him out they're like get bashir out of here open up kentucky they're screaming they've got tons of chance they're going for hours they're blowing the horn and he's like well um we have some people out there um, they hate me, but hopefully they're distant from each other. But still, no one should be engaged in a mass gathering. No one should be engaged in a mass gathering. Well, if 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 there isn't social distancing, they're spreading the coronavirus, uh, and and that's that's really concerning. All 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 mass gatherings uh, we can't be doing. So he's got a massive protest of people in Kentucky screaming that they want to get back to work, open up the state, and all he's concerned about is whether or not the protesters are standing six feet apart. Also, ironically, somebody asked him a question about whether or not there were political ramifications to the decisions he was making, and listen to his choice of words. Uh, folks, you gotta, you got to drown out the politics. Yeah. <laughs> Good, good. He said as people are screaming and yelling over his speech. There's a lot of politics with the legislature back in session. We can't be divided. People are dying, and we got to make sure that we protect those around us. Yeah. Anyway, that's going on in Michigan. That's going on in Kentucky. It's going to start popping up in other places as well. And I'm going to be honest with you. Here in Florida, if the beaches aren't open May 1st, the warmer it gets, the longer people are forced inside. When that sun comes out, when you're talking about Memorial Day celebrations, when school is out of session, you're going to have social unrest all up and down the East Coast. You're going to have it in, in the Myrtle Beach area in South Carolina and in Virginia Beach and around North Carolina and the, and the uh, Outer Banks. And here in Florida, rest assured that if Mayor Curry, come May 1st, doesn't lift his order. I mean, he's already extended his he's already extended his state of emergency so he can get more money for 30 days. Uh, but is he going to lift the safer at home order, which is a which is a stay at home demand? Are they going to open up the beaches? Are they going to reopen the beaches in St. Augustine and St. John's County? Eventually, what's going to happen is they're going to have a group of people with 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 long horns, you know, screaming and yelling on the beach. You know, we want to surf. We want to surf. There is a point in time when people just say, look, enough is enough. We're not, you know, we're we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna take it anymore. Uh, to quote one of my favorite classic rock songs of all time, eight five five seven six five one zero four five is our number. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. By the way, Mayor Curry is scheduled to speak at noon today, noon a little afternoon. We will bring you that live, of course. I don't think he's going to tell you that anything's open up. Uh, but like the clock is ticking. The clock is ticking on every leader in this country to start weighing. 
whether or not the economic imbalance and the economic impact to their community and to their voters and to their constituents outweighs the social distancing uh, stances that they still have in place. And that's going to happen here, too. I guarantee. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We got a bunch of people. Look, they're already calling. You guys are already, you're all fired up and ready to go. Uh, also, we're going to play some What the Bleep today because it's Thursday. And in about 20 more minutes, Hannah will have compiled a list of the most non-perishable food items for your pantry. How's it going over there? It's going well. I'm uh, at five right now. Only five? Well, but I'm doing descriptions with them <sighs> of how to keep them. Okay. All but- right. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marquee Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Everybody keeps talking about the unemployment list keeps going up and going up. More millions of people are filing. Well, when you have a government shutdown and nothing's allowed open, what do you think is going to happen? I think exactly what you just said is going to happen. And I think that's the, you know, and look, you're going to, it all trickles down from the top and the president is getting antsy. The president does not like the government to be shut down. The president does not like to see the Dow fluctuate as much as it's doing. The president does not like to see people out, in work, uh, out of work. He doesn't like the unemployment numbers going up, skyrocketing. He doesn't like to see all the work he's been doing get undone because people are at home. And guess what? A lot of people who are at home not making money, they don't like it either. And the people, I mean, they're starting to revolt. It's, it's happening in Kentucky. It's happening in Michigan. And you're going to start to see, and it's and notice it's happening in the states that have the most stringent policies. And those states happen to be with the ones with the Democratic governors. And they aren't necessarily, the. St- here's the interesting thing. The states that have the Democratic governors who are shutting things down and causing havoc and, and the, the civil unrest is starting to bubble up because people are so annoyed with them, Those are also the states that have the highest cases of coronavirus. So clearly, whatever it is they're doing doesn't work. Whereas here in Florida, Governor DeSantis has taken heat from a bunch of people who don't even live in Florida. And they have said he was slow to do this. He didn't even shut down the beach. He didn't even come up with a state stay-at-home order. It's only through April the 30th. He, he leaned too much on the local jurisdictions and the mayors to make the decisions on whether or not to close their businesses and beaches and things like that. To me, that's good governance. You know what? If, if he's in Tallahassee, what the hell does he know about St. John's County? Okay, he knows a lot about St. John's County because he's from there. Bad example. What the hell does he know about, about uh, you know, what's going on on Amelia Island or what's going on in Miami? He's the governor. He's got ro- to you know, relate to the people on the ground, like Mayor Curry, you know, like the local governors in, 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 in Tampa and Miami and everywhere else. But at the same time, he is, he's itching to get this state reopened as well. And when you look at the number, and we looked at them yesterday, we pulled the numbers for you yesterday. Florida, Duval County still has fewer than 1,000 cases. Florida is trending much better than the rest of the country. Why is that? 855-765-1045. And why is it the governors who are in charge of the worst states are the ones that everyone wants to put in higher political positions like president or vice president? Still baffling to me. 855-765-1045. Ken in Stockton. Are you in Stockton, California? Uh, Yes, sir, I am. Hey, Ken, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Outstanding, sir. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. What did you want to say? How are things out in Cali? Well, California is a beautiful state, uh, and and I hope that one day we can get Newsom and Pelosi out of here to make it great again. Okay. Good luck with that. Uh, Right? (laughs) Amen. Uh, I just want to first off say God bless President Trump and God bless America. Uh, I, I, my question is, uh, I actually had another question I wanted to add on to my former uh, previous question. Okay. But the first one is, why do we keep addressing uh, Obama as President Obama? He's the former president. Is that correct? Uh, it is true, but it's one of those things like once a president, always a president. So you would say, like, well, you'll call President Trump President Trump for the rest of his life. You'll call Vice President Biden. Gotcha. He is technically former, but... It's, you know, like you always call, you'll, you'll call a judge your honor for the, it's, you know, it's kind of annoying at times, yes, but sir. it's one of those things. Roger that. I, I'm a former United States Marine myself, so I oh, get it. Hoorah. Uh, hoorah. So the other thing I wanted to ask is, you know, right now we've got an issue out here in California where they're letting people out of prisons early because of the coronavirus yeah. or whatever reason they have. They're right. also... Uh, you know, cr- uh, crimes are being committed and, and the law enforcement hands are tied because there's no way for them really to prosecute or do anything else with them. Right, because so the courts are go. closed, yeah. 
Absolutely. So, and I'm not saying to go against the president's orders by any means whatsoever. I'm just questioning what would happen if we all just went back to work. I mean, that's an interesting, listen, just, and I want to clarify something. The president has made no such stay-at-home order. The president has not said nobody can go to work unless they're essential. The president has not closed anything. The president has worked with governors on a case-by-case basis, on a state-by-state basis, as we are supposed, the reason we have a Senate comprised of 100 senators is because you have two from each state, because each state is equally represented in the United States. So uh, the president's been working with the governors to do that. If you in California have an order from Governor Newsom where you have to stay at home unless you're essential and you went to work, I don't know what would happen. A ticket? You know, maybe they would arrest you. Here's the fun uh, Here's the fun thing. Most of the courts are closed because they're all municipal uh, buildings and municipal organizations. So if you get a ticket or if you get arrested, I don't know that you would have a speedy trial as guaranteed by the Constitution of the United States because the court's closed. And it probably won't reopen for another couple of months. So clearly, not only would they be violating your freedom to go to work, but they would also be violating your right to a speedy trial, um, as you know, as our forefathers guaranteed. It's a, it's really, look, I'm not saying just get up and go back to work and see what happens because most people, their work, their workplaces are closed anyway. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Great question though, and uh, you know, good luck with that Gavin Newsom thing. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Quick break. More of the Marque Show coming up on one zero four point five WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between ten and twelve. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Marque Show. This is the Mark K Show. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. Here's what we got going on today. First of all, uh, we've got a press conference with the mayor coming up at noon today, a little afternoon. So he'll uh, give you the update on what's going on here in uh, in Jacksonville, at least. Um, also, we have Hannah accumulating a list of the, uh, the foods you can stockpile by shelf life. She's going to tell us in just a minute what lasts the longest. How's it going over there? It's going well. Yeah? Yeah. Are you, are you coming up with a whole menu of items that we can I go am. shop for? I am. It's going to be delicious. Oh, deli- perfect. I love mm-hmm. that. Because, you know, when you're stuck in the house um, after an apocalypse, you want to eat, but you also want to, you know, you don't want to eat just crap. You want to eat good stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you have any rec- recommendations or requests, you can call up uh, and help hand out 855-765-1045. And we do have What the Bleep a little later on. Today, first though, uh, we go back to the phones. We got a bunch of people calling in. Anthony's in Neptune Beach. How are you, Anthony? Hey, Mark. I hey. got a couple. I got a question for you. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Where in the Constitution, United States Constitution, do we have a right to marijuana dispensaries or a right to liquor stores? Where do we have a right to marijuana dispensaries or a right to because liquor said, stores? Because these Democratic governors have said that those businesses are essential. But they're, at the same time, they're suspending freedom of assembly and freedom of religion. So apparently to these governors, getting your marijuana is more important than going to church yeah. or, or redressing grievances. In fact, like you were alluding to earlier, and I'm an attorney. Yeah. Okay? Oh, okay. Right good. now, if I wanted to challenge, uh, the governor of New Jersey yesterday said, which was a very scary thing for any governor to say, I don't care what party you're from, that he basically blamed the Catholic Church for him shutting down the churches in New Jersey. And he said that he he understands that we have freedom of religion in the United States, but we need to find new ways to worship. And what governor, that was on the Tucker Carlson show, if yeah. anybody wants to listen to that. Okay, all right, or what, you just keep listening to this show and we'll just talk about it here. What uh? Yeah, well, yeah. So, what right does any governor have to tell me how to worship? Yeah, I mean, look, this is where you're running into a lot of problems, and it's the uh, it's the freedom to worship that is the churches don't mess around with religion. That's like their whole thing. They're they're good at it. They have lawyers just like you. And in Kentucky, Governor Bashir just now is facing a federal lawsuit from a church that he um that he ordered shut down for Easter. And I think you're going to see more and more of these pop up. I don't know anything about the marijuana dispensaries. I don't want to mess with the liquor stores because I do personally feel that is an essential business in a time like this. But it, it, you're right. There's a lot of governors making a lot of arbitrary decisions that they're not backing up. And they're hiding behind the the flattening of the curve. They're hiding behind the coronavirus. Yeah. 
as the reason that they can make these these unilateral decisions. And because they're mayors or governors or, you know, whatever, uh, sheriff's offices, even because they have the jurisdiction and because nobody's questioning it, I mean, it, it does make it a little scary. But the good news is, as always happens in this country, and this is the great thing about being an American. This is a great thing about being an American because all the... All the all the all the tyranny, all the socialism, anything that seems scary, anything that seems like it's going to come in and it's going to really affect our way of life or really, uh, you know, change the way that we govern and that we live our lives and really just inhibit our freedoms. Anytime something like that happens, you have individuals who will rise up and and and, and blow their horns and say enough is enough. You know, this is America. Yeah, and if you're in Kentucky, you're going to yell open up Kentucky. And if you're in Michigan, you're going to yell open up Michigan. And if you're in if you're in New Jersey, you're going to yell, you know, uh, open up New New Jersey or whatever however you would say it. And it's going to happen everywhere. The longer that these governors and these mayors keep their municipalities shut down, the more and more it's going to anger the people. And angry Americans don't just sit at home. Angry Americans get up, they get in their cars, and they go and they cause trouble. They cause trouble. So eventually it's going to become it's going to become a two-way street. Number one, the governors are going to be like, okay, are we doing more harm than we are good with all of these provisions? You know, if we open up the beach, will that really harm as many people as we think it will? Or will it help by letting some of the beach businesses get back in uh, in the swing of things? Letting some of the economics come back to the beach? Will it make people just happier? Will it give them an opportunity to get up and get out? You know, here's the other thing is that the longer they keep the beaches closed, the more people are going to actually go to the beach when they finally reopen. So in a way, like right now, I'm okay not going to the beach, but give me another month of this. And as soon as they open the beach, I'm going to grab my family and be like, let's go, you know, grab the skim boards, grab the surf. We're headed out there. Grab the SPF 50. We all, you were all very pale. So we put on the SPF and my big hat, my big, my big hat. We're going to the beach and you're going to have thousands of people bum rushing the beach because it's been long. You know, it's like Disney World. The first time they they let Disney World open back up, you're going to have a mad rush of people there. And it's going to be it's going to be impossible to social distance. And Mayor Curry's hopefully thinking about that. If not, hopefully some smart person in his office is. Hopefully the governor DeSantis has a, a team working on it. And I believe he does. You know, of all the governors of all the states that I've watched, and man, Cuomo's on TV more than the president some days, and Whitmer is is just getting raked across the coals, and she's a high-profile pick because they want her to be vice president. But of all the governors who've been handling this coronavirus situation, I feel like our governor is doing a really great job. And I feel that I'm right about that because every time I turn on the news, they tell me what a crappy job Governor DeSantis is doing. So if CNN thinks you suck, odds are, uh, odds are you're doing something right. So give it, give it up for Governor DeSantis. Bravo. 855-765-1045 is the number. Don in St. John's County. How are you, Don? I'm doing great. Oh, good. How are you? Oh, doing great. What do you want to say? Well, I've been exercising. Every, all of us have lost weight in our neighborhood and everything. And whoa, so this whoa, whoa, whoa. morning, you guys I have got lost up. weight. Yes, I've lost twenty-two pounds. Oh my! How are you doing that? I've never been heavier. I'm like pushing two hundred pounds. I'm oh Atkins. All right, I see. I go to I do no the opposite. Alcohol. I just oh what? All right. Anyway, I'm sorry. That's no not what, that's not what you what you called. I just that shocked me. Um, so you're losing weight. You're feeling great. What did you? What else is going on? So my neighbor next door, she's got this huge house. Yeah. And so all her liberal Democrat relatives have left New York and Colorado and all these places, and they're held up in her house. Oh, Who really? do I call to report this? Because I don't like her relatives, the, the Democrat crazies. I want them to go back to the holes they created. Okay, hold on. Language. Oh, you got to not say that kind of stuff. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for your call. Um, we will... <laughs> We understand that you're getting aggravated in times like these, but at the same time, you have to watch your language. Uh, but look, I don't know. I guess you would call the if you want to report your neighbor for having relatives from out of town. I guess you call your local police department or your sheriff's office or something, and you accuse them of if you're like, if you're looking to turn your neighbor in. Uh, that's probably the best way to do it. 
Um, I don't know. Again, I don't know if they can go to someone's house and say, hey, you've got you've got too many people there. or Hey, you've got too many Democrats coming down from New York. They should have actually stopped them at the border. But uh, but hey, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. 855-765-1045. This is Susan in Jacksonville. How are you, Susan? Hi, I'm good. Oh, great. What do you want to say, Susan? I just want to say I feel kind of good because this is the first time I ever get to say I think you're wrong about something. And that is that um, <laughs> because usually you're right on track. Okay, good. But, All right. Um, the the courts are not shutting down. Um, I know people who work in the court system. They're filing most stuff electronically right now. They're just not having courtrooms full of people because we have what's called the statute of limitations right. on things and yeah. due process. So those things have to occur, and they have to occur in a timely manner. Or there's going to be lawsuits like we've never seen before. That is true. And, and there are. You're, and you're here. In, I was talking to a guy from California, and I believe that in California there's a big issue with that. You're right. Here in Florida, um, I, I mean, I assume you're right. I'll take your word for it. Yes. Uh, Kentucky exactly. courts have shut down through the end of May, and that's a big issue because, and that's one of the reasons people in Kentucky are so upset. So you're right. It is state by state. Um, it's not a blanket across the board thing. If you get arrested here in Florida. If you get DUI or whatever, or you you know possession, I don't know what you're getting arrested for. You're right. You probably can still have a speedy trial, but there are some states where that's been a big issue, um, and that's another constitutional right that people are upset with. But Susan, I'm glad right. you could they're call also, and oh yeah, go also, ahead. They are letting there are prisoners who are testing positive for the COVID. Yeah, and so I can see where the issue of letting prisoners out of jail who are not dangerous, you know, like that, out because. You have to look at what's going to ca cause the greater harm. You know, if you leave 10,000 prisoners in jail and they all get COVID, it's going to spread to the outside because their relatives visit them, the guards work there. So right. you have to look at the greater harm. Wouldn't it also, though, but, I mean, if you keep them all in prison or if you let them all out, wouldn't it spread to even more people? No, because they're not getting treated in prison. They're not getting treated for stuff. Oh, I see. They're, so you let them out to them get out. you let them out to get treated. I see what you're saying. All right, that's an interesting point too. Uh, hey, thanks so much for your call. We appreciate it, and I'm glad we could make your day by saying that I was wrong. Um, and and any time uh, you have that opportunity, by all means, call in because it, it's so rare. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Quick break. We got more of your phone calls coming up here in just a minute. Stay tuned. More of the Marque Show on the way. This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque. Thanks so much for joining us. Eight five five seven six five. 1045, that's our number. Don't wear it out. I mean, I don't think you can wear it out. I, you know what? Let's try. Uh, everyone call 855 765 1045. Let's see if we can shut down the number like we just shut down Facebook. We had so many viewers that it collapsed. Um, either that or Facebook just didn't like what we were saying and they turned us off. 855 765 1045. Kevin is in New Jersey. Hi, Kevin. How are you? Hey, buddy. How you doing? Oh, doing great. Doing great. Thank you so much for asking. Uh, what's up, Kevin? Yeah, no. Um, <clears throat> No, I just want to share because, you know, it has been crazy. And, uh, you know, from a lot of experience, um, you know, I'm only 26, but, you know, from physical experience, you know, I really know what it's like to deal with, like, denial and, you know, not knowing the truth and justifying actions and all these things. Yeah. But it's crazy because, you know, like the household I grew up in and grew up in, and, you know, it's always been like try to follow the norm and not be, like, more individual. But, like, as I grow up and, you know, deal with some things like i want to open my own i open my own business and you know i want to prosper <clears throat> but it's becoming harder to be like in, in you know an individual and a conversation i had my you know my father last night it's crazy because he's like oh you're thinking so deep about all these things and you know just you know kind of just try to you know truck through and, and, and just ignore it but i'm like this is how we got here is you know now there's a fear you know of people who want to be individuals to speak up because we're so afraid of what that target looks like, how we're going to be painted as, you know, um, as an individual. Yeah, Kevin, let and me ask you a question. Are you are you talking about with the uh, with with the quarantine and with the social distancing? I mean, are you saying I want to speak up and say I need to go back to work? Well, well, well yeah. I mean, yeah. Just in general, like, yeah. a lot of the things, you know, speaking up and you know, kind of like, you know, um, accepting and looking at, you know, other people's opinions and, yeah. you know, we've given a lot to think about everybody and equality we've shared a lot with a lot of people all across the country but now it's come to a point where the tipping scale is so far where it's like i just want to be you know breathe and get through my life and 
I have such bad anxiety because I feel like I owe, you know, being, you know, want to do my business and, right. and own a business and the anxiety that I have to, you know, and the fear to be myself and speak as, you know, I want and how yeah. Kevin, I feel I'll t- about our individual rights. I feel destroyed and beaten down. Kevin, I'll tell you what, you are, first of all, for, and that happens to a lot of people, the anxiety that comes from not just the coronavirus, but the political uh, firestorm that we get every single day and you wanting to, to believe what you want to believe and say what you want to say and like who you want to like and do what you want to do. You wanting to be a capitalist and get out there and start your own business. But I'm sure you get a lot of flack about that from everywhere else. And being young, you probably get a lot of friends who are like, screw that. Andrew Yang is going to give us $1,000 a month. Let's just go with the universal uh, income, universal monthly income or whatever it is, or basic income, the UBI. Let's do that. And now none of us will ever have to start a business again. The good news is that the president of the United States currently is the same exact way. He's just like you. He's just like everybody else who wants to stand up to the norm, quote unquote, of Washington, D.C. and politics. He's just like you, the one that says, wait a minute, we have to remember that we are Americans first. We have uh, a responsibility to ourselves and our families and our fellow citizens. We've got to make this country strong because if this country is not strong, it's bad for everybody. A weak America is bad for America, Mexico, Canada, Israel, Cuba, Russia, China, Australia, you name it. Of the 192 countries, I'm sorry, 191 other countries in this world, uh, probably all of them rely on the, the United States of America being strong. So you have a president who doesn't care about what other people say, doesn't feel that anxiety that you and a lot of other people feel, ignores it, stands up and is, is himself. So if you ever feel, if you ever feel that way again, or if you ever feel like you're getting smack talked by somebody or, or people aren't accepting you for who you are, my, my, requ- my uh, advice to you is go on YouTube and uh, pull up an old task force briefing from Donald Trump. The one from Tuesday is a great one. And you'll see somebody who just doesn't give a flying fig because he knows he's doing the right thing for the United States of America, for himself, for his family, for all of us. Um, You know, hey, thanks so much for calling me. And if that doesn't work, just drink. That's what I do. 855-765-1045. Or better yet, do both. Watch the task force move uh, and drink every time Donald Trump says, I don't know, you are fake news. 855-765-1045. Is that why he always starts at 5? <laughs> it's oh. 5 o'clock somewhere, so he pops a bottle and comes on the stage. That's, you are fake news. That is a gr- I hadn't even thought about that. Huh. I thought he did it because the uh, it was after the markets closed and nothing he said could jolt the markets either one way or the other. But maybe oh. it's because he's like, hey, it's 5, five o'clock, o'clock somewhere. 5 o'clock somewhere. Let's have a task force briefing. 855-765-1045. Quick break. All right, when we get back, Hannah's going to help you stock your pantry with all kinds of foods that have extensive shelf lives. Shelf life, yeah. Uh, 855-765-1045. That's coming up. Stay tuned to the Marque Show on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Marque Show. This is the Marque Show. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We really appreciate it. And, oh, by the way, if you if you love the show, honk your horn. Militia walking down the sidewalk. Oh. I think is what I would call. Some guy talking around. Um, that was Michigan yesterday, wasn't it? That wasn't downtown Jacksonville yet, though. One day it will be. I mean, who knows? They weren't listeners in Michigan. They, they could they be. Could we be, do yeah. have a couple. Total chaos. Total chaos. <laughs> Total chaos. Uh, Michigan's, Michigan's, they're they're losing it. They're going to erupt on this Governor Whitmer. And I'll tell you what, man, she better do something because if she wants to be Vice President of the United States or when it comes to being Joe Biden's Vice President of the United States, future president of the United States, because four years is a long time, and I don't think he's going to last that long, uh, and then she really better shape up and she better take action because what she's doing in Michigan is is uh, shining a spotlight on the negative aspect of massive and intensive social distancing and stay-at-home orders. And she even was on TV the other day saying, <laughs> she, I wish I had the clip. Well, maybe we'll get it next. We should probably plan this show a little bit better. Uh, but uh, and that's my fault. I just thought of it. But she, um, she was on TV saying, you know, you're not going to want to go out this weekend anyway. It's going to snow. Which, which, I mean, it doesn't matter. Freedom is not based on the weather. You know, your liberty is not just in summer and spring. Uh, you know, in the in the winter, you have to. And isn't it always snowing in Michigan? I thought that was like, like I mean, it snows. Yeah, it never stops. Never stops, right. It's like it, it rains in Seattle. It snows in Michigan. And every time you walk out in Florida, you get a sunburn and a mosquito bite. 
everyone and a croc and an alligator attacks you. That's that's what, and, he, and everyone in Maryland eats crabs every day. How many more stereotypes can we throw out I there? I like this. California. California. Uh, I don't know. They surf and smoke weed. Texas. Uh, yeehaw. New York. Um, slap you in the face. <laughs> Pop a cap in you. Well, I don't know. Louisiana. Don't know. Okay, hold on. We're getting on it. We're getting off track. Um, all right. So a lot of here's what a lot of people have been doing lately is they've been storing up food and they're. In fact, I went to the store again yesterday and I realized that every time I go, there are fewer and fewer food items available, and that's because you know there's a supply chain problem. They're trying to get the food where it's most necessary, but people are buying up certain items. And I was curious: Are these people buying up items that are actually? long-term items are they actually do they have a shelf life that makes it worth your while because let's say you buy up something for the next pandemic but it only lasts in, on your uh, on your shelf for like six months and the next pandemic the pandemic is like seven or eight months away and all of a sudden you got to throw out all this food that you bought and store it up because you don't want to die from bad food um when you could be dying from you know corona 20 or covid 20. so we asked hannah to because she was really doing nothing we asked her to come up with a list of foods that you could purchase and how long they would last on your shelf. Hannah, did you come up with that list? I did. All right, fantastic. Uh, if we're start, let's say we're all becoming becoming preppers okay. and we're all going to buy some food up so that we have it stored. What is uh, what's on your list? What are some of the food items that have the longest shelf life for storage? Okay, I'm going to go from. Uh Okay, anyway, uh, canned meat is two and a half years. Canned meat. Now, are you talking about, like, tuna fish? Are you talking about, uh, like, potted meat? Are you talking about... What's, what's potted meat? What it's, is potted meat? You don't know what potted meat no. is? No, I'm talking... Like, are, have none of you people lived in the South? Come on. <laughs> potted meat? North. I've only ever lived in the South. Think about, like, the, whatever... Okay, here's what happens. Whenever they take the actual meat off of a pig, okay, and they use it for pork chops and bacon okay. and stuff like that... They then basically boil the skeleton of the pig until whatever's left kind of, you know, floats off to the top. They so the skim, giblets. Yeah, even worse than that. They skim off whatever's boiled off of the uh, carcass of the animal, and they put it in a can. Now that, I know why I don't know what pot it and that's, is. Do you know what Scrapple is? No. Same damn thing, only they add like, uh, they add like uh, oats to it. I'm disgusted. Right, it's really good. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. So canned meat lasts for how long? Two and a half years. Does that include my Vienna sausages? That's two to five years. Oh, two, that's a long, hold on. Well, what makes it? That's what they told me. I don't know. That's not meat. That, okay, that's what. Scott's correct. That's right. It's five <laughs> years for Vienna sausages because you don't even want to know what's in those things. All right. All right, what else? Freeze-dried meat is 15 years. Like jerky? I'm assuming. Okay, all right. That's pretty good. 15 years for some jerky. That's good. Yes. It's not uh, too bad. Potato flakes, up to 15 years. Like chips? Yeah. Just no, chips? potato chips are different. Potato flakes are what you make. They turn into mashed potatoes when you add water. Oh. oh. <laughs> potato chips are chip. They're like, they only last like, you know, a couple months. Then they go, then they go stale. Okay, but this one's the real kicker. Pemmican. Pemmican. I don't know how you say it. Pemmican. Pemmican. Is that yeah. how you say it? Yeah. 50 years or more. Yeah, but that stuff tastes like cardboard. Yeah, but it's a paste of dried and pounded meat mixed with melted fat and yeah. other ingredients. No, I've seen the uh, I've seen the uh, how-to recipes on YouTube. Uh, no one wants to live on pemmican, though. Okay. Well, I like spaghetti. Did you find like spaghetti? I was looking no, for pasta stuff. was thirty years though. Pasta is thirty years. Yeah, dried Come pasta. Come on, there's no way in yeah, a you box. You just have to. Well, you have to keep it with like um, what did it say? Hold on, I'm going to it. Keep uh, it with an some oxygen salsa. absorber. <laughs> With so an like oxygen absorber? Yeah, like silica. You know, like those little packs. Oh, like a plant? The vacuum <laughs> freeze-dried thing? I'm thinking you stick a fern in there. Oh, you guys stress me out. I can't get through anything. No, no. All right. So <laughs> wait, wait a minute. But if I don't, let's say I don't have an oxygen absorber, okay? Then it's two years past its shelf life. What's its shelf life? I don't know. It, it depends on the pasta. You had like an hour. I have like a thousand other things on okay, here. Okay, all right. So two years past its shelf life. So if the shelf life of pasta is seven years, you can keep it for nine. Wait. One, yeah. two, seven, eight. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That checks out. Not a, I envision this to go a lot Do you want to know powdered head. milk? All right, fine. Give me the powdered 20 milk. 20 years. 20 years. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty good. What about powdered water? <laughs> Indefinite. What do, you, what do you add to powdered water? Anyone know? I don't water. know. Okay, good. Powdered milk. Uh, all right, is there anything? <laughs> what are some things that we would actually want to eat, like canned beans or uh, Bush canned beans, fruit, stuff like butter. that? Okay, okay. Peanut butter Can I just go one. through it, and then, like, you guys can yeah, ask yeah. a question? Okay. Tang, because you had that question. Oh, that's good. Even ten years. Ten years, okay. Vodka, indefinite, but the taste changes between two and ten years of okay. being bottled. Listen, if you drink, like, three shots of it, there you don't taste anything anymore. Precisely. Yeah, yeah it it's fine. the same. Uh, freeze-dried food can last up to 30 years. Okay. Um, honey never expires, but the I, taste changes. I heard that about honey. How mm -hmm. come honey never expires? Same as vodka. 
Well, look it at that. It never expires, but it's always changing. So when you put the honey in your tasteless vodka, Ooth. you got a nice little drink. Add I'd be bad. Throw, throw some <laughs> buzz. Add some tang to it. Throw some Vienna sausages on a piece of pemmican, and you got yourself a post-apocalyptic party, man. That's great. All right. Well, that that was anything. What about like dessert items, like Twinkies? Did you find Twinkies? Okay, so I got some differing messages with Twinkies. So Snopes, the beloved site, uh, says twenty-five days, not seven years, not fifty years. But then I read an article, and it said that this scientist um, in. 2012 ate a package of... This is a lot of backstory for the end. Because I don't agree with Snoops. She likes her sources. I'm okay. sorry. No, no, that's uh, all right. The scientist ate a pack of 30-year-old Twinkies, and he said aside from the bread tasting a little stale, they were completely fine. Uh, okay. So 30 years is the answer. Yeah, but according to Snopes, it's 25 days. Okay, all right, perfect. <laughs> all right, great. Hey, th- that was really good. That oh, was really you, good. Thank you, We're going to uh, publish that list. We're going to edit it down a little bit, and then we'll, <laughs> we'll publish it. <laughs> Thank you very much for that. I appreciate that. 855-765-1045. So pemmican, pasta, Twinkies, vodka, honey, and uh, what was the other one? Vegemite. There you go. Ew, not Vegemite. 855-765-1045 uh, is our number. We Let's go to uh, Steve in Daytona Beach. How are you, Steve? Hey, I'm doing, doing good. How are you guys doing? We're doing really well. Now I'm really hungry. Now I'm like itching for some pemmican. Uh, I know. I want some, like, vino, and I want some Twinkies now. Oh, yeah, I, I, I don't get it. Exactly right. Uh, what would you want to say? What's going on? Okay, so I was like, I own a delivery career company, and I deliver to five. It was like, first off, three of my employees, like, called in. They said they're sick, and then when I said I'm not paying them, they decided they're not sick, so I told them to keep the two weeks anyway. So it was like, oh, wow. now they're hating life. Now they're hating life. But um, So I delivered to five different hospitals, not to mention old old folks' homes. Uh, yeah. I guess thing and i don't see where like this mass influx is i actually walk into the hospital I, I wear my mask i walk into the hospital and i'll give you an example one in palm coast uh they said uh on the news i hear it on the news all the time is like they're inundated is like uh it's like they can't even keep enough people but you walk in there is like the white tin out front it's like you know trash is blowing up against it you walk into the hospital everybody's nice and calm there's nobody in the emergency room uh, i mean the drive up testing is they have a sign out there and when i walked in there i said hey is like were the people testing they need a, like some sort of appointment they don't they could just drive up but it's virtually empty so i don't yeah. see where this massive you know influx of people is especially like local hospital they just laid off 300 as like uh, nurses and doctors yeah. and secretaries and everything else so i don't i don't understand where all these people are steve that's a great uh, that's sec- a great point uh hang on we have to put you on hold for one second that's a great point and i heard uh i heard a little bit about that yesterday on the rush limbaugh show but when you when you look at it and when you think about that um one of the one of the the two problems you have with it are number one you don't have as many COVID-19 cases as you thought you would. We were projected to have hundreds of thousands right here in Duval County alone. We were projected to have millions and millions uh, nationwide. So the hospitals were going to be just totally, uh, totally uh, over capacity. And they were going to, they were going to be shut down because they wouldn't be able to work right because there were going to be patients flowing out of the, out of every, out of every hospital orifice. Um, That was the first problem. The second problem was uh, you don't have that. So all of these extra resources and things that they ordered aren't being used. The second thing is that people with regular ailments are skipping the emergency room because they don't want to get COVID-19 from the patients that they believe are there but actually aren't. So not only is the hospital not getting all this extra business they were promised, but they're not getting their regular business. And as a result, you're seeing layoffs. You're seeing layoffs of nurses and doctors at a time when we're supposed to be in a massive medical crisis. And when you sit there and look at that, you have to think, well, this is not right. The, The economics of this pandemic it doesn't. They don't match up. If you're going to have hundreds of thousands of cases and the hospitals are going to be overflowing, you would think you would need more medical staff. But as you pointed out, the opposite is true. And I think the president's starting to realize that. I think his advisors are starting to realize that. I hope that governors who aren't running for vice president or president start to realize that, too, and think to themselves, you know what? It's probably more important that I get off TV every day and I get my citizens Back to work. Hey, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Quick break. 855-765-1045. More of the Marque Show on the way. What's going on with your schedule, dude? 
First, I hear you at 10 o'clock in the morning on my way to work. Then I hear you at 8 o'clock at night on my way home from work. Yeah, wait till the weekend when I'm screaming at your front door, wake up! Just kidding. That's not going to happen. Uh, no, we've been, you know what? We've been doing a lot of fun uh, special coverage. That's the thing about the coronavirus. A lot of people, uh, you know, a lot of people are stuck at home. They're quarantined, and and our company has been uh, has been experimenting with some of the evening programming so that you know you can hear us more if you like us. Other uh, other stations and other markets have been picking us up. So, for example, on Monday and Tuesday night at eight to ten p.m., we were on here at uh, one hundred four point five WOKV in Jacksonville, and we were also on our sister station WSB. Atlanta. I guess that would be more of like our mother station, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, the they're, overlords. They're the mother station. <laughs> uh, but but anyway, they uh, yeah, they're the overlords. Uh, but our company owns stations all over the country, and so they've been they've been you know making sure that the programming is fresh and the programming is 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 you know bringing you the information that you need to know in a fun and entertaining way, and that's what we strive for here on the Mark K Show. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is our number. This is Frank in Casa Grande, Arizona. Hi, Frank. How are you? Hey, I was really bummed. I got I got knocked off yesterday when I was talking to you. Oh no! What but were hey, you talking to me about? We were talking about the civil liberties, you know, getting taken away, and then all of a sudden I look and Michigan's doing exactly what I wanted. The people are rising up, man. Yeah. And, you know about our rights and all that. They're rising but, up. Uh, thing, thing, but the thing I wanted to talk to you about today, I'm kind of. My wife, she's 60 years old. She has emphysema. She's terminally ill. Yeah. And then I've had a punctured lung. I was stabbed in a robbery in Pensacola back in 1981. Oh, no, that's horrible. So we're, we're, we're both high risk. And, you know, I, I've been, she's been staying at home. She doesn't even go out. It's been like since sure. the first of March she's yeah. been staying at home. Taking and care I've been of the doing the grocery shop and going to the pharmacy, gloving up, wearing my N95. Got it. For her in-home care provider, so I still got work. I can work from home. Okay, My, I got direct deposit and all that. Okay, but you know, then on the other <laughs> side, I'm looking at you know, I know the media is playing this up. You know, yeah. it's the election year, they hate Frank, Donald I'm, Trump. You know, I get all that. Okay, you know? Frank, I'm, I'm sorry, the the birds are really shrill in the background. So can you no, jump? No, that's all right. Just no, don't like do anything to them. Just jump to your question real quick. Okay, so you know, I just like I say, I'm split between two things. You know, on you know how to take it so serious because of our high risk you know things and, yeah and then then i know how the media is playing it up and they're just pointing it out to be as bad as they can make it you know we're in arizona i think in my zip code we've got 17 cases okay you know so it's not really that bad you know but yeah so i'm just you know concerned concerned on one to... side right and then the other side you know i can't believe you know anything except for you know my good you know podcast that i listen yeah, to frank stuff. that is you, listen you are first of all thanks so much for calling we appreciate it and i know your wife appreciates that she has such a great husband to take care of her you're and you're in an interesting position because there's a lot of people out there and the media has put you and a lot of other people in this position my wife is very similar you know, you're, you you want to believe that we can get back to work and our freedoms aren't being trampled on and we have civil liberties. And like they're doing in Michigan and Kentucky, they're rising up. And you want people all over to be like, enough is enough. We're going back to work. If we get the corona, we get the corona. Keep the old people locked up so that they're fine. If, you, if you're high risk, like you and your wife, maybe take extra precautions. Uh, but we need to get this country back. There's a lot of people that feel that way. And those same people, some of them then, they turn on the news or they go to the store and they see everyone wearing gloves and a mask and they're like, oh, my God, this is a real thing. What do I do? Should we? What do I do? Do I stay home and hide from this thing until we flatten the curve no matter how long it takes? Or do I go out and live my life and not live in fear of the virus and not live in fear that I'm going to get a ticket or get arrested for going to church, which, let's face it, is so important that they put it at the very beginning of the Bill of Rights, um, you know, and that and that's an interesting dilemma. And, and Frank, I would say definitely in you and your wife's situation, it sounds like you're taking extra precautions. Um, and at the same time, you know, at the same time, you're struggling with the fact that you want to protect your civil liberties. So it we, it's it's a weird time that we live in, and it's not a time that any of us thought we'd be dealing with, I think, ever. Uh, but like like Americans, we're dealing with it. That's what we do. We deal with stuff. We're Americans. Deal with it. Eight five. That was almost our motto, but then they went with e pluribusunum, which you know may actually be Latin for deal with it. You know, well, we'll have to Wikipedia that. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Quick break. More of the Marque shows on the way. Stay tuned. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between ten and twelve. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Marque show. This is the Marque show.
This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We're so we're so excited that you're here. Um, and it's uh, it's what the bleep day. We're going to do what the bleep here in just a minute. Probably next break we'll do it again. We have no prizes to give away. We can't mail T-shirts out because we the uh, lady in the mail room is they sent her home. She also happens to be the lady that ordered us food. Which yeah. I'm going to be honest with you, if anyone in this building is essential, it was probably it's lunch. her. It was probably her. That's yeah, the, the, lunch. the lunch lady. They sent the lunch lady home. Um, anyway, but, and so, Leslie, we miss you, and we love you, and uh, we wish you were here to feed us and send out our T-shirts. Also, we can't have anyone come by the building because we're still... No corona. Know, yeah, blame Mayor Curry. Um, so what we'll do is we'll give away virtual prizes, which means if you win today... You, we will just say congratulations virtually. We are the prize. Right. We'll show you. We'll send you. in a Mark K T-shirt. Yeah. We'll with the broad logo upon your chest. That's a great idea. proudly into the neighborhood, being the representative of the show. You could be that representative wow. for the Mark K show. Scott, I was really, I was really, we need to record that and uh, make that into some kind of sweeper. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. See, I wish you guys had the same enthusiasm. Uh, go, go, Mark. Hey. Yay, <laughs> Mark uh, too, too late. 855-765-1045 is, uh, is our number if you want to get in. Uh, let's see. We have people have been waiting like forever. Andy in St. Mary's has been waiting literally since the coronavirus started to talk to us. Hi, Andy. How are you? Oh, tired. Uh, <laughs> I knew it. Uh, I told you. Uh, what's up, I man? How are you? I feel like I'm living on the moon. You feel like you're living on the and moon? Living in, and, live, and listening to a radio station in the United States. This uh, corona thing has not affected me in any way. It hasn't. I, oh. I even have a boy in South Korea in the Army. Yeah. My wife went to Texas for three weeks. The only thing good about this whole thing is they deposited twenty five hundred dollars in my checking account. Well, look at that! And <laughs> I'm, I'm retired. And you're retired, so you don't have any, you're not even losing pay. No. So this has all been kind of boring and fun. Oh, okay. Listening to all this going on. I mean, oh, okay. Well, listening to all this. That's the sec that's the second time. Sorry, Andy, we gotta let you go. So we, this is the second time we've had to dump somebody today too, and he was even really happy about life. Uh, that's great. That's great. We're glad, Andy, that you got the money that you don't need. Um, we're glad that your family's doing okay. For a while there, it was just like he was, you know, he was just rattling off stuff going on in his life. Oh, my boy's in the Army. My <laughs> wife went to Texas. I got $2,500. And this coronavirus, it's funny, isn't it? 855-765-1045. Um, you know what's happening, too, by the way, is a lot of people who have been recently deceased, either from coronavirus or from something else, are still are getting stimulus checks. Oh, because the government doesn't know yet. The government doesn't know yet. Oh, or, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, or, you know, I mean, it's the thing. If you filed taxes in 2018 and then you died and you haven't yet filed in 2019, you're still getting a stimulus check. And a lot of, um, a lot of like, relatives are saying, hey, we're getting this money for people. They're not here anymore. They're not missing out from work. I'm sure the government, again, will go back and take that. They're good at That's the thing. If you think the government has made a mistake, don't worry. They will figure it out, mm -hmm. and that's why you better leave the money there because they're going to come back for it. And if it and if the bank says, "I'm sorry, those funds are not available," you're going to have a problem. Sorry. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. This is Todd in Jacksonville. How are you, Todd? Todd. He's at a concert, I think. <laughs> There's no concert. Oh. There's no concert. He's just watching TikTok videos really he's loudly. he's on the moon next to that other guy. Jason in Albuquerque. How are you, Jason? Pretty good. How are you guys doing? Doing really well. Doing really well, Jason. What did you want to say today, sir? Well, I'm just uh, kind of disappointed on the way the government's been handling this whole pandemic, yeah. with the whole situation with Bill Gates and all these people that are wanting to come in and try to take over the democracy of it all. I don't understand who Bill Gates thinks he is. He he was in the Microsoft business, and now he's wanting to be uh, some kind of scientist with the WHO. Well, you know what? I'm glad that President Trump cut off the WHO because now Bill Gates can't get paid under the table for all his conspiracy and all these ideas that he's creating for all these new world order to come. And I think that what's happening now is we should hold China responsible for all of this uh, Going on oh, too, Mike, friend. what is wrong with people to stop cussing on my show? It's the radio. I know you're watching it on YouTube, but you just can't say whatever you want. That's three today. That's crazy. It's never happened. Do you want it to be four? It's never happened. Did we dump that? I hope we dumped that. I don't know if it was. I'm just dumping it again just in case. Yeah, I don't know. I, that. I feel like we should stop taking phone calls.
People are all... People are getting stir-crazy, and they just keep on swearing. And it's not just the angry people, it's the happy people. The one guy was over the moon, or on the moon, or on something. On the moon, yeah. And he's the cause... Okay, listen, new rule. I mean, it's not a new rule, it's the same old yeah, rule. Yeah, it's been around for a while. You just... It, <laughs> we're not... It, it, there's other people listening, and uh, we need to make sure that we watch our language. 855-765-1045. That goes for you too, Hannah, because the first person to cuss on the show today was actually you. <laughs> I didn't cuss at all! Okay, but I'm just saying, watch your mouth. There's been a lot of wordy dirds flying today. Uh, Lisa in St. Augustine. How are you, Lisa? Hey, Mark, you cracked me up. I promise I won't curse. You better because we still we got to ramp this thing back up. So you definitely can't curse for like the next two and a half minutes. All right, and although I am cursing a lot more than I ever have in my life, when I see these people like Pelosi and stuff that they do on say on TV, man, it's making me curse more than ever. Yeah, no, so. I imagine. Anyway, um, well, what I wanted to say was uh, just something kind of funny, but yet. You know, maybe scary. Maybe it'll possibly happen. I'm thinking, you know, when they do open the beaches up, they're so crazy about wearing these masks everywhere to football games. Can you imagine wearing a mask at the 98-degree um, football game? And, uh, you know, restaurants and stuff. I said, they're going to make us wear them on the beach. And then I'm thinking, man, that's gonna, you're going to have to have instead of two pieces bathing suits, we're going to have to have three pieces. They're going to have to have accessories for the guys' swim trunks and the girls' bathing suits to a matching mask. Yeah. You know, you know um, what I thought of at the Jaguar <laughs> game? Have you ever seen the uh, Mr. Teal at the Jaguar game or the Teal guy? And they're literally yes. just, it, they wear yeah. like the whole skin suit that's teal. I thought about those. I was like, well, that guy's got it going on, man. He'll be fine. Yeah, he was on a face mask way before anybody else. He really was. I wore my Jaguar face mask when we were in London, but that's because it was literally 20 degrees outside. Uh, but you're right. There's going to be, I don't know what they're going to do with sports, but I know that there's a committee in place and a hundred or so people are on it. I know Mark Cuban is one of them and the president is asking people to look into it. The governor of Florida, you know, knows the importance of sports in this state. I mean, we just inherited Tom Brady. We need to make sure there's a football season. <laughs> he's, he's, he's down. He's a Florida athlete. Now we have three football teams in the state. We have a couple of basketball teams. Uh, one of them's actually half good. So they definitely want it. Golf is like, I mean, come on, we've already canceled our major golf event um, of the season. We don't want to have to do any more of that because it is, it is lucrative and it's fun and people enjoy it. And, uh, and it does bring a lot of notoriety to Florida. So, you know, the beaches, like we're going to, we're going to get to that point. I don't know. I don't know how long the social distancing is going to last. I don't know if there's going to be wear mask orders. I don't know if you're going to get a weird, like, like COVID tan because your face will be tan, except there'll be like a big square around your mouth and nose where you didn't get tan because you were wearing a mask. You know, like a farmer's tan, like a, but, like a like a skiing tan, right? Yeah, exactly right. Like one that that would look bizarre. That's probably going to be the the new normal. The norm, yeah. Working for you know, moving forward. So, uh, but we'll see what happens. In in Italy, I saw on the Drudge Report, some guy had designed little glass cubicles on the beach so that you could you could. I kid you not. It's like it looks like an office of cubicles, but they're little boxes made of glass, and there's chairs and an umbrella in there, and you can uh, I guess rent one out or whatever. That way, you can go into your little box. You can socially distance. No one can cough on you or sneeze on you, and you can still uh, get some rays. So I don't know if that's going to happen or not. I don't know what the feasibility of that is. In a hurricane, I imagine you don't want a lot of glass on the beach, but, you know, whatever. 855-765-1045 is our number. Uh, 855-765-1045. This is Ra Russ in Orange Park. How you doing, Russ? Pretty good. How are you doing today? Oh, doing great. What do you want to say, sir? I've got a quick comment about... Obama, he's back to every Democrat that's run. It's like going to the horse track. Oh, hold on. <laughs> you said Obama, and I just imagined you were going to start cursing. So I put you on hold. <laughs> I put you on hold just out of – I just got scared again. 855-765-1045 uh, uh, is our number. 855-765-1045. Russ, you weren't going to curse, were you? No, sir. Oh, okay, good. All right. So it's like Obama going to Biden is like going to the horse track and doing what? No, he's back to every, every person that's – was running for president of the Democrats. Now he's back in Biden. It's like going to the horse track and betting on every horse to win. You're going to win, but you're going to lose your butt in the process. Yeah, no, that is true. That's a good, I'd never even thought of that. It's like betting on every horse. Uh, the latest, by the way, to back uh, uh, Joe Biden is Elizabeth Warren. She was the last one. She was the big holdout. Um, she, When she ditched out of the race, she did not endorse anybody. She didn't endorse Bernie Sanders, which a lot of people thought she was going to do. Um, she probably, listen, at this point, here's here's the thing. Going forward, if you really think Joe Biden's going to beat Donald Trump and you're not going to be president, you want to be something else. You want to be in the cabinet. You want to be secretary of state. You want to be ambassador to the U.N. You want to be any of these, the attorney general. And so that's what all of these people are now banking on. 
They want to, and I believe that's why Elizabeth Warren waited so long. That's why she was the last one to do it. I think that's why Pete Buttigieg jumped off the uh, the train as quickly as he did. I believe that's why why Amy Klobuchar threw in the towel when she didn't necessarily need to. Biden wanted the votes, promises were made, and now if for whatever reason he happens to win, you're going to see Pete Buttigieg and Elizabeth Warren and Amy Klobuchar and a bunch of these other people in the cabinet. So that's another reason not to vote for Joe Biden. 855-765-1045. Quick break. When we get back, what the bleep? We need two contestants. Give us a buzz right now. It's the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. This is the Marque Show. Slow and easy, apparently. 855-765-1045. All right, and uh, we have the mayor coming up here at noon. But before we uh, let Lenny Curry take over the airwaves, we're going to uh, we're going to play some What the Bleep because it's one of our favorite games. And I'll tell you what, in you know, in this day and age, we, yeah, well, there's a lot of news. There's a lot of controversy. There's a lot of people calling up and cussing us out, literally. Uh, but we also want to have a little bit of fun. And What the Bleep is one of our favorite ways to do it. So let's meet our contestants today from Palatka. We've got Melissa. Melissa, good morning. How are you? Great. How are you? Oh, doing really well, Melissa. Thanks so much for calling. You're going to be playing against Kevin today from the West Side. Kevin, how are you doing? Hey, pretty well. How are you? Oh, doing great. Thanks so much. Kevin, say hi to Melissa. Melissa, say hi to Kevin for me. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Kevin. Okay, do it again, but be less creepy. Seriously. Hi, <laughs> Melissa. I'm, I'm, I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. All right, uh, here, here's what happens, folks. We're going to play out some uh, clips from news conferences and things we played on the air and, and you know, the TV uh, over this past week. We're going to bleep out one word. Your job is to tell us what word we bleeped out. And if you get it right, you get a point. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game wins literally nothing today. Does that sound like fun? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Great fun. All right, perfect. All right, Melissa, we're going to start with you, okay? Okay. Your clip is uh, Joe Biden and I believe Bernie Sanders broing it up um, after Bernie Sanders endorsed Joe Biden earlier this week. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. Well, I thought we'd play some chess. What do you think? Uh, I'd like to play chess. I've All been right. playing on my <laughs> s***. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, uh, what, what, what the bleep, Melissa? <laughs> um, playing with myself. <laughs> playing with my. Okay, well, I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. Let's see what he actually said. Well, I thought we'd play some chess. What do you think? Oh, I'd like to play chess. I've been right. playing on my cell phone. That's about <laughs> it. Oh, cell phone. Oh, uh, yeah, that was. Hold on. Wait a minute. Let me. Yeah, there you go. That was close. That was close. Um, all right, but you got the gist of it. Kevin, are you ready for your first one? Yeah. All right, listen carefully. This is uh, Donald Trump speaking, I believe, yesterday at his task force briefing. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. I don't, I don't imagine it's a big deal. I'm sure people will be very happy to get a big, fat, beautiful <laughs> and my name is on it. <laughs> what the bleep, Kevin? Uh, it's got to be check. Got to be check. I don't, I don't imagine it's a big deal. I'm sure people will be very happy to get a big, fat, beautiful check, and my Look name is on it. Look at that. Got it. <laughs> oh, great. All right, Kevin, you're on the board. Melissa, you ready? Now you now you, uh, you can come back and tie it with this one. Are you ready? I'm ready. Listen carefully. This is a group of protesters in Kentucky protesting the governor's stay-at-home orders. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. You are not the king. We will not kiss your <laughs> You are not the king. We will not kiss your <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually wonder who has more fun with this show, they do or you guys. Melissa, what do you think? I have no idea. You are not the king. We will not kiss your... At but. But. Let's take a listen and see what they said. You are not the king. We will not kiss your ring. Oh, your ring. You are not the king. Yeah. We will not kiss your ring. Because you're supposed to kiss the king's ring. That's okay. That's okay. Kevin, are you ready for your next one? 
Yeah. All right, here we go, Kevin. This is uh, James Fulbin. Who's James Fulbin, Josh? He's an NBC News radio, and it's also a name that I couldn't quite hear. Oh, okay. So I, it sounds like James Fulbin. Yeah, it sounds like it. We'll just go with that. Here's an NBC News guy uh, to listen to him talking about the coronavirus and tell us what the bleep, Kevin. Rutgers University partnered with biotech firms to establish this system in which patients can self-administer the test by spitting into a tube. Oh. <laughs> what are they doing in that tube, Kevin? Spitting. Spitting. Rutgers University partnered with biotech firms to establish this system in which patients can self-administer the test by spitting into a tube. Bravo. Bravo. All right, Kevin. Uh, Melissa, you got to get on the board. Here we go. This next one is who did this one, uh, Josh? Uh, I don't know. What's the name? It it just says this. It doesn't have a name. Hmm. That's okay. Listen up. This is somebody. It might be Mayor Bill de Blasio. Oh, Mayor Bill. Okay. It might be. This is Mayor Bill de Blasio. Listen carefully, Melissa, and tell us what the bleep, okay? Okay. Here we go. Very confident in making this pledge. We will not allow any <laughs> to go hungry. <laughs> Let me play that. That was, that was a quick one. Let me play that for you one more time. Listen carefully. Remember, it's Mayor Bill de Blasio. Very confident in making this pledge. We will not allow any to go hungry. Style? I don't know. Very confident in making this pledge. We will not allow any New Yorker to go home. New hungry. Yorker, yeah, that's what it was. Which uh, it's a lot of them act like children, but that's not it. All right, listen, that's all we have time for. Um, great job uh, by both that was of a you. Good one. Kevin, congratulations <laughs> with a score of two to nothing. You've won nothing. <laughs> you know what? Give him two. Give and, him two nothings. All right, we'll give you two. Melissa, since you were such a great player, too, we're also going to give you nothing today, okay? <laughs> Thank you. Oh, you are so you are so you guys enjoy that. Uh, listen, stay tuned. We got traffic weather news. And it's the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.